All right, welcome to the Against All Odds podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What's happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? This is our NFL draft prop, propaganda, poppapalooza, whatever we want to call it. We're going to devote the entire hour to NFL draft props, and I'm uh, I'm really just sick of everyone's analysis on this, even my own. I really I like had to get out of uh, somehow. I had to leave the room I was in yesterday because I was talking too much about Fields and Lance. I was like, no, I can't take it anymore. I'm happy it's here Thursday. You guys psyched it some. People were bet betting on it more than usual, I think, because we're in a weird spot NBA and NHL wise in the regular season games that you know whether you want to admit it or not don't really matter. But it's it's fun. It's coming up, right, Parley Kid? Great night, Sal. It's actually I enjoy all three days of the draft. So it's not just for me about the uh, first night. I love the whole draft. I love the whole process uh, and everything about it. It's going to be a great night uh, on Thursday. Really looking forward to it. And yeah, a lot of wagers to be made. Lot, these guys, speaking of wagers to be made, every day on ExtraPoints.com, they give you free picks. Now you have to check it out. Like I don't know. I'm not going to call you guy. I'm not going to individually direct message my Twitter followers and say, hey, Harry's got this, Brother Bride's got this, Parlay Kid's got this. But uh, the last, what was it? Sunday and Monday, you guys went, sorry, Saturday and Sunday, you guys went 6-0. and oh. And then yesterday, of course, I was like, all right, just keep it going. I could say 9-0 and oh going into the Tuesday podcast. No, the brothers brothers failed. Brothers split. Parley kid, brother Bry lost, yeah. and of course Harry Darryl. wins. So go ahead, Harry. Now you have. Uh, I mean, I guess Medizer does work. I think that's the bottom line. <laughs> the Medizer vaccine does work. But Harry, go ahead. But you have bragging rights now. It must. I'm at seven and one. My last eight. And listen, anyone can get lucky with a win here, win there. You know, yes. a cup string along a couple. But the analysis has been spot on in these games with everything. So throw that into the mix too, when you don't even have to. Check out the scores when you know exactly what's going to happen. If I'm going to give it out, wow, it's been happening. Exactly how the game's going to go. Seven to one, last eight. Keep so. Cashing. Give us an example. What was your analysis yesterday, and how, how did you win? You had a baseball game, right? You had the Angels or something. Uh, yesterday, I had the Angels over the Rangers. I said uh, at minus one eighty, a cool minus one eighty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everyone's actually minus one. Actually, minus one seventy two. But uh, still that the Angels are second in the American League in batting average, and also that J Jordan Lyles for Texas has been awful against the Angels in past history, and he was going to be again, gave up like uh, 10 hits and 700 runs in like three innings. All right, so go to ExtraPoints.com, where not only will you get winners, you'll get exact analysis, and sometimes um, Harry will give out a favorite that's less than minus 250 once in a while, I guess, right? If you're lucky. Once in a while. Can Harry stop just giving score predictions, though? Because he gives out score yeah. predictions, and once a month, if it's close, oh. he says, I nailed the score. I yeah. nailed the score. I, like, I, the score doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you're wrong 99% of the time about the score. I, oh, more than I, that. But, yeah, but no, that is what I like, Parley Kid. We, we have to hear about the score. It doesn't matter what point in the game it is. He's like, oh, I had the Rockies game ending 7-4. to four. It's like, all right, well, it's 7-4 to four in the third inning, and they play in Colorado. There's going to be six more home runs. Hit. What are you talking right. about? Well, I right. beg to differ because, yeah, uh. you might be right there, Sal. But also, when I did give out last night, I gave out Angels 6-4, and it was 9-4. 
And also, the Rockies so, game that you're talking so about, when saying, I gave out the I Phillies, I said 7-4, and it was 7-4, and ended up being like 8-4. 8-4 is not 7-5. 8-4 seven, is not 7-5. Uh, Picking wrong. the game in Colorado ain't that easy. I said 7-4 Phillies. Nola gets okay, the win. Okay, but the point is it's not, it's not basketball. You're not picking 121-118. That would be I can, baseball. I can do that, too. Baseball does You picked the score tonight again. seven runs scored for I picked the score tonight, Sal. I picked the score tonight with my right, pick give it tonight. out. Give it out to everyone. What is it? What is it? Take the six and a half with the Raptors, who have won five of the last six against the Nets. Uh-huh. One eleven Nets, 108 Raptors. Wow, isn't that what I wow, that's crazy. All right. All right. I hope that hits. I really do. <laughs> he can't remember which vaccine he got, but he knows the exact score um in a basketball game. It's amazing. All right. Well, now it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Yes, BetX is brought to you by our friends at PropSwap. I said we're going to deep dive in the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta, but you know what? They were honest with me. They're like, yeah, I don't have any too many bad beats or aches, so I'm going to take this myself. I could say Jokic over 26 and a half points when he had 24 going into the fourth quarter and then just decided to pass and then sat half the fourth quarter anyway, ended with 24. Of course I could say that, but I'm not. I'm going with Chadwick Boseman. When will I ever learn my lesson betting on these damn Oscars, the Academy Awards? I, I had it penciled in. One to 10 to win. He died. Terrible death. Iconic actor. Why not? They nominate him. One more chance for the family to be proud. Oh, my God. Let's all gather around the TV set and watch Chadwick uh, get announced the winner. He was not announced the winner. It went to Anthony Hopkins. My God. And I lost. And I, oh, I tweeted out. I'm like, put this on every single parlay <laughs> if you can. Chadwick Boseman's winning. But no, in the, in the age of the, there's been more social unrest than ever before. You would think Chadwick Boseman would get it. Legendary actor. Everybody loved him. One last chance. But like I said, no, they gathered the family around just to disappoint them and then tore off the air. Did anyone see this? I know no one was probably watching the Oscars, except if you had bet Chadwick Boseman (laughs) by then. I think that I was the only one watching. I think actually the stats came out. But my God, Harry, did you like Chadwick Boseman? They don't deserve to do this to him. That's pretty crazy. I mean, honestly, yeah, like you said, he passes away. I mean, this is his last chance. How does that not win? That's insane. Really? I, Sal, yeah. excuse me. Sorry for asking, but what was what was he nominated for? What was the movie? Uh, I don't know. I didn't even, honestly. I didn't care. <laughs> Once I saw it was nominated, I was like, it doesn't <laughs> right. matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Although they said that ended up hurting. That the movie itself wasn't nominated. That ended up hurting. I just don't know why you nominate ah. him if you're not going to give him the win. And boy, did they rush off the off the telecast after that. They knew. Well, uh, the, the well because, you know, the thing was, Sal, they gave it to Hopkins, who wasn't even there. Like He wasn't there if, either. He wasn't even there either. So if you're going to give it to somebody who's not there, you know, I think uh, that was not the right thing to do here. All right. uh, and I don't know anybody who watched The Father, so. Um, I, I, I guess yeah. it was good. I guess it was a captivating performance. <laughs> I just didn't and think who it even cares this one? Who even cares? Give it to him. Well, I mean, honestly. lost thousands of dollars like I do. You care. Mm. Believe yeah. me. Uh, that's it. Let's hear the song one more time. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. 
It's betting. All right, bet eggs brought to you by Prop Swap. Like I mentioned, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. This week, oh, this is fun, guys. This week, we're introducing a new contest called the Extra Prop of the Week. Every week, you'll be asked to guess the number on a prop you won't find at any sports book, just like Prop Swap, which offers odds you won't find at any sports book. This week's Extra Prop revolves around the NFL draft. And here it is. It's what will the number be for Kyle Trax's draft position plus Kellen Mond's draft position? Here it oh. is. What's going to be the number? If you add up Kyle Trax's draft position and Kellen Mond's draft position to enter, tweet us your guest at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap with the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. You must be following both accounts on Twitter to be eligible. So tweet us your guest at extra points pod and at prop swap with hashtag extra prop and follow both on Twitter. The winner will receive a $300 chiefs super bowl futures ticket courtesy mm. of prop swap. Pretty good. Go to PropSwap.com today or download the prop swap app to find the best odds nationwide. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Harry, what's the number? What's your guess? 115. No, that's what isn't that low? Oh, maybe that is about yeah, right. Yeah, it's pretty good. Right. Yeah. That, I, I was said. gonna say I was gonna say like one ten, but yeah. Interesting. All right, Parley Kid, just so we're on record. I'll go over that. I'll go over that. I'll say uh one thirty eight. One thirty eight. I think they're gonna be waiting on uh quarterbacks. Interesting. All right. See, that's what makes all this great. Uh let's see what the what is so Mond is seventy five and a half and yeah, Parley Kid's probably closer to like the, the actual draft position on the odds. But. Yeah, I'm not seeing Trask right now. Trask was lower originally, but now Mon's favored mm-hmm. to go over Trask. So, so it could uh, be about 140, up. 150, right? If you yeah. add up their yeah, over-unders yeah. Yeah, right there. Yeah. All right, so do that. Download PropSwap.com. Download the app uh, for the best odds nationwide. PropSwap, like I said, where America buys and sells sports bets. Now, we're going to go over this NFL draft, but I have a few things I want to say here. First of all, like I said, I'm sick of myself. I'm sick of hearing opinions. I'm sick of hearing my opinion on this. And yet we're going to do an hour on this. But I want to put things into perspective. You look at these mock drafts and you got, you know, Todd McShay, uh, Jeremiah, Mel Kuyper, probably the most expect, uh, most respected and expected, expected to do well of anyone who's making a mock draft, right? Last year, the three of them, Each got six out of 32 right. And that's (laughs) pretty good. Like most years and most people get four out of 32. Um, I'll say this. They got a lot of the positions right. But you just don't know what it's going to be. You really don't. You might know the top three quarterbacks. But other than that, and by the way, you're hoping to go six out of 12. Because from 13 to 32, it's okay. I mean, you'll get one right. You really will. Once one thing is screwed up. It's all screwed up. Like Worfs was supposed to go last year. He was supposed to be the first tackle, right? Mm-hmm. Three tackles went before him. The Giants screwed that up. Right. Um, yep. Ruggs went three wide receivers before most of the mock drafts had him last yep. year. All right, don't rub it in. Come on. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> One ahead of Judy. Right. And Judy was supposed to go to like Tampa and then Denver. To, like everything got screwed up. Uh, Parley Kid, the Cowboys were expected on a lot of mock drafts to take Xavier McKinney 17th. He went 36 to the Giants. Exactly. So this it's all over the place. So if you have a unique perspective, um, I might want to hear it. Like if you have a, I'll, I'll laugh if you say, you know, the Niners traded up to get Pitts, but 
At least it's right. different. And, and you know what? It's as accurate as some of these mock drafts are going to be. So I hope that gives a perspective. So with that, let's discuss once again, Mac Jones minus 250 to be the third pick overall. Did the 49ers trade up to get Mac Jones or did they trade up to get Trey Lance at plus 195 or Justin Fields, who I don't know what the hell he did, uh, plus 650 over the weekend. He dropped um, the Niners. Now, did, they did not. I mean, Kyle Shanahan said he'll take any of the five quarterbacks, any of five quarterbacks at that three spot. That's probably a lie, too. But um, Justin Fields plus 650. Parley kid, start us off. I like Trey Lance, number three, plus yeah. 195. I think that's who they traded up to get. And you do as well. Yeah, so we talked about this this last week, and I I said Lance at plus three fifty. That number has come down to plus one ninety five here to go third. I just don't think uh, they gave up what they gave up for Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones; he's a great quarterback. Mm. I think he's going to be very good. Uh, I just don't know if he was the guy you were going to roll the dice on here to move up. I think you're looking for a guy who might be transcendent uh, as a quarterback. And I don't think that's Mac Jones. I think maybe in their eyes, it might it's probably Trey Lance. So let's say Trey Lance here. Plus, it's better value uh, for us anyway right. to go with him here. So in this and look, if you look at the lot. mocks right now, what is it? It's like 50-50 split, I feel like, in the mocks. Even though, again, we talked about these mocks. You can't go by them because all it takes is for one person to go out of a slot Right. You could throw everything off. Well, it's but. two pronged, right? It's two pronged, right? It's um, there's the argument who's going to be the better pro, which is uh, nonsensical for us to make right now, <laughs> right? Like, uh, I think 95 out of 100 would have said uh, two is going to be better than Herbert. And that might still happen, but certainly not right now if you're looking at it. Okay. Uh, so there's that. And the second part is you know who the 49ers are going to draft, and you just don't. Kyle Shanahan doesn't <laughs> file un- follow any of us on Twitter. So we really don't know unless they come out and say it. We don't know, really know if the Jets are taking Zach Wilson second. Although everything points to it. But we don't know for sure. Brother Bri, you have anything to add to this? Or are you going with the favorite? No, I mean, it, it's tough, right? Because if you said this a few weeks ago, it's like, why are they trading up, right? So I would have mm. said, I wouldn't have traded up for Mac Jones. But I also don't know, would you have traded up to three weeks ago for Lance too? I, I right. don't I don't know, because I think a few weeks ago you were probably looking at Lance like, you know, the six to ten range. So mm-hmm. unless you were unless you were drafted, you know, thinking you really liked Fields, though, there at three and now you're a little bit soured on him for whatever reason. That's why you maybe. But I I don't know. I, at this point, I'd probably just stick with Jones. I mean, even we had Leonard on last week, you know, he said his sources are saying it's Jones there. Um, yeah, I mean. I think Shanahan's the type of guy who wants to win now. I don't think he's maybe necessarily ready to wait for a Lance to develop in two to three years, even though I wouldn't necessarily want Jones at that right. point. All right, Harry, what about you? I think you've, uh, I mean, look, look, like you said, we had Leonard on, we had Kurt Warner on uh, extra points yesterday. And these guys are like, I, I see something great in, in all these quarterbacks. So what, what are we going to do? John Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. And he can't get it right as a GM every year. Right. He's actually stepped right. aside. And then Denver's going to have another decision this year. What do you say, Harry? Yeah, I mean, I look, it's still, at least we have drama here at the third pick. It'll be interesting on Thursday night to see what who they go with. But I'm leaning a little bit, too, towards uh, Parlay Kid with Lance just because, um, you know, maybe it was Jones a, li- a couple weeks ago, but I know his pro days weren't that great. 
Uh, Lance is young, only 20 years old. He can run the ball, too. So um, at three, I think it's going to be Lance as well. All right. I want to say Eddie Spaghetti's not here today, but we did our draft our futures draft and spaghetti had Jones as the third quarterback taken. Now, if that wins, what did we say? That was 10 to one odds, bro. 10, 10, 10 to, one. to one. And we did this when, when did we do this? Uh, February. Did we do it at the beginning of March? Oh, maybe we did it yeah, beginning, of March. beginning of March. Yeah. yeah it was a couple yeah. weeks before the tournament. Yeah. I good think. job. Ah. Good job by Eddie though. Looks like Eddie uh, could cash in. He's the odds on favor to cash. And he would take the lead there until one of our horses wins. And um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. We blindly essential quality, baby. There you go. But all right, so that's the third pick. Uh, the fourth pick goes to Atlanta as of now, and everything points to Kyle Pitts. They love Kyle Pitts. I don't know if you look at their defensive stats. I get it. So what do you do? This is the freakish specimen, most freakish specimen on the board. You, you can't let Kyle Pitts drop too far, but you don't really need receivers there, pass catchers. You got Ridley. You got Jones. You got Matt Ryan, who puts up good numbers every year um they don't protect ryan he gets hit a lot they don't play defense they're 28th in the league and in, in most of the major categories there so what do you do but they are expected to take pits it's minus 125 for pits to be the number four overall uh harry you and i have fields i don't love this as much because i don't think right. the falcons are taking fields i thought maybe a team like the niners would trade up to take fields, but now I'm th not sorry, not the Niners, the Broncos would trade up to take Justin mm -hmm. Fields. But now you got to look at, all right, why would they trade up? They, they trade up to block another team for trading up, right? Because it's probably not, no one's probably taking fields in that five to eight range, right? So, right. Five, five I, is not going to be the Bengals. Six is not going to be the Dolphins. Right. And, and, uh, and seven's not going to be the Lions. Probably not. They Somebody could surprise you there. The Lions could surprise you. But I'm still going fields. It's less likely they trade up to get him fourth overall. But I think someone will be like, wow, he is. We can't let him drop plus 185. Uh, you're going with it, too. Yeah, well, maybe he now with uh, the San Francisco situation, probably be, not being picked by the Niners. He's got a little bit more of a chip on his shoulder. Fields does. And yeah, Pitts does make sense going to Atlanta, but also. Mm -hmm. They, the Falcons got to think about what they're going to do future-wise with Matt Ryan. I think he turns 37 in a couple months. Um, so Fields might be the play down there. Uh, listen, he, he can another guy who can take off running the ball, he can beat with his legs, not just his arm. Um, so that's the only other possibility I see. But yeah, Fields, uh, Fields, I think, at four could be the play. But again, Pitts, it's either one of those two, I think. Brian, you have anything to add to this? It's, uh, I, it yeah. might just be a pipe dream at this point. Yeah, didn't Harry hate Fields last week? Um, oh, oh yeah, I do. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> I, think he's going to be that good. Uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. saying what the team needs. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I like Fields at four plus one eighty five. Though, like, I don't know. To me, a tight end at four for Atlanta doesn't make sense. They have three straight lo losing seasons. Right, they're not going to be competing for a title. You know, the next few years. Uh, I think it makes sense for them to either draft a QB or trade out of that spot. You know, they have a first year GM, so. It, you know, it's possible this is the first time he gets to really take a great quarterback here. So I think he should really look at it. Um, and if not, you know, trade back down a few spots. Again, everyone loves Pitts. I love Pitts. But I, I just don't think at four with all their needs that that makes sense for the Falcons. Yeah, you brought up something interesting. First year GM, which, you know, lends to the secrecy of this whole thing, right? Those first year GMs, there are four first year GMs from picks four through nine, I believe. I think I got that right. Uh, four out of the six. And uh, they're tight-lipped. 
So that really could, things can get really screwed up in there. We're going to talk about the uh, implications of that in a minute. But Parley Kid, you're going chalk here. You think Falcons take pits or you think yeah, someone I, else takes pits at four? Well, I think it could go either way. I think you could see somebody trading up also to that four mm-hmm. spot with the Falcons to take pits. And I think at minus 125 for basically the consensus of really maybe the, the best offensive draft prospect here, even over some of the quarterbacks. Like he is, right, this is like maybe what they call like a, a generational tight end possibly here. Right. Um, so I think you could see other teams trade up. And I know what Brother Bry is saying. They have a lot of needs, Atlanta. But is drafting a quarterback that might be your backup for a year or two a need right now, right? Mm-hmm. So they might be able to take this and, and and do something. I've also, there have been rumors about maybe Julio Jones being traded. Uh, he might be on the trading block too, which could make sense. And then Pitt's kind of coming in being another weapon right. uh, for Matt Ryan uh, here. So I just think at minus 125, it's still pretty good value uh, for Pitts going here because it just makes sense for him to be probably the fourth pick in this draft. I felt bad for Julio Jones, and I'm wondering, like, maybe he wants out. Maybe he's had enough, right? First of all, Mm -hmm. he's 32 or 33. He's an aging wide receiver. You must think, oh, I'm not. What have I done? I did the most I possibly could to get this team a Lombardi trophy. I made one of the great catches of all time in the Super Bowl, and no one remembers it because Edelman made another crazy catch, uh, flukish, more flukish than Julio Jones's, and my team blew a 28-3 to lead. Go ahead, trade me. I, I, I could see that being going through his head right now, but um, it'd be interesting to see. What, what a day that would be Thursday if they trade Julio Jones. All right, let's give FanDuel some love, because this is where you do it. FanDuel, 2021 draft right around the corner. FanDuel Sportsbook hooking new users up with 20 to 1 odds on Trevor Lawrence to be drafted number one. Harry, that's crazy. We know he's going number one, right? Why wouldn't you do that? Why don't you join up? You put $5 down on Trevor Lawrence. You turn your TV on at, what is it, 8 o'clock it starts Eastern? By 8.07, you've won $100. You bet on the projected number one pick. It's the biggest lock of the draft, and you get an extra $100 in your pocket just for betting it. To claim this exclusive offer, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against all odds. You can also make a variety of different bets from top picks at each position, who you think your team will pick, and many more. Trey Lance three, Trey Lance four. You can go Fields third, fourth, everything we just talked to you about. There you go. Put on your GM hat and download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to lock in your picks today. Remember, sign up using promo code against all odds to claim your exclusive 20 to 1 odds on Trevor Lawrence to be drafted number one. They don't have exact scores in baseball on FanDuel, do they, Harry? Otherwise, <laughs> well, listen, be- is there a bonus on that on that bet, Sal? I mean, obviously, that's a, that's free money. Is there a bonus, though, when he did selected number one that you see Urban Myers actually smile? Oh, interesting. No, no, yeah. no. Well, no? yeah. Okay. I mean, they might, <laughs> just wondering, just wondering. $500,000 if they want. Uh, there you go. All right, let's go first player drafted at each position. I think this is where you can make some money. I really do. This is where you make hey, I'm going Waddle. Not Devontae Smith, but Waddle on Alabama. People think he's every bit as talented. People think he weighs 30 pounds more. That part we know is true. Um, Devontae Smith get you know falling down a lot of people's draft boards because he weighed in at 160, 165. Um, who was it? Hollywood Brown weighed 160, 165. He was taking what? 25th last year. 
or two years ago? Two, two years ago, yeah. Two yeah, years yeah. ago. So here's the thing with the wide receivers. They jump around more than anybody. Um, you know, you have your favorite. It's like a car. Like, all right, you're given uh, $35,000 to spend on a car. Four different people are going to pick four different cars. It's like you're not going to all be in love with Jamar Chase, right? It's just not going to happen. And that's why I think Waddle at plus 850 to be the first receiver mm. taken is good. Listen, Ruggs was the third or fourth. I'm sorry to keep bringing this up, Brian, but he Stop was it. third or fourth best receiver on everyone's <laughs> draft board last mm -hmm. year. Marquise Brown went 25th. DK Metcalf went 264th. Like we all know mm. Metcalf is so much better now. So it's beauties in the eye of the beholder and certainly with the NFL draft and certainly with wide receivers. I'm going Waddle plus 850 for first wide receiver taken. All right, Harry, uh, we'll get yours out of the way because uh, I, I don't even know what this is. What are you doing? Listen. Well, hey, listen. Uh, first safety taken. I'm going to take at 35 to 1, Syracuse Orange's Andre Sisco. Now, look, he's a little undersized, but he shows <laughs> solid ball skills. 13 picks. It led the nation with 13 picks in his last two seasons. He opted out last year after a after an ankle injury. Uh, still predicted to go pretty high in the draft. I'm going to go at 35 to one. Listen, the the guy who's the, the odds-on favorite is Trevon Merring, I believe, from TCU. He had seven picks in three years at TCU. Andre Cisco had 13 picks in 24 last 24 games at 35 to one. Like you said, we never know. Let's take Andre Cisco. All right, I, I'll tell you what. I do think uh, that is a position that's, you know, like I said, McKinney was supposed to go you mentioned early, McKinney, went, right? Went, went like 20 picks later to the Giants. But also, I know if this guy didn't come from Syracuse, you wouldn't even give it a second thought. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he, he, listen, when he played Clemson, he gave Trevor Lawrence fits. Oh, all Roll right. that in, too. There you go. Uh, Parley Kid. <laughs> Quiddy Pay, first defensive lineman. This, I, I kind of want, like I said, you never know how this is going to work out. I wouldn't mind the Cowboys, our Cowboys drafting him at number 10. Get that second edge rusher. You think he's going to be the first defensive lineman. Some people think he's the first defensive player overall selected. Yeah, but yeah you know, too. at plus 105 here, Sal, to be the first uh, D lineman taken, I really love Quiddy Pay here. Mm. Uh, what really sold me on him is just watching uh, – you know, he was a high school running back, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a huge high school running back. But this is an athlete right off the edge. Uh, so I think that's a big advantage for him. He's uh, super athletic, big, strong. Uh, he's got tremendous upside. He's still kind of a little raw, too. So he's got a, a lot of room to grow, which I think teams kind of like sometimes because they know right. the guy's already good, but he has not hit a ceiling yet. He still has a lot more to grow. I think at plus 105, this is excellent value for the guy I think is going to be the first defensive lineman off the board, if not the first defensive player off the board. There you go. All right. I like that. I like it a lot. I should mention, for wide receiver, Jamar Chase is minus 950. Uh, for first running back, Najee Harris, minus 190. Um, first safety, yes, Maurig Woodard is minus 450, uh, as Harry mentioned. And Bry, first cornerback, Patrick Sertain, the second, minus 300. You like J.C. Horn. I like this bet, too. I think there's value in J.C. Horn at plus 170. 
Yeah, I like him. He seems to be a guy on the move, right? In a lot of these mocks, especially over the last week, uh, son of the great uh, Saint uh, Joe Horn. So he was the best corner statistically in the SEC last year, right? Allowing the lowest mm-hmm. completion percentage. He's big. When you watch him, he's big. He's physical. He comes up and makes a lot of tackles. You know, he's the, I guess he's the 1B to Patrick Sertan, you know, being the 1A. But I think it's just a matter of preference between these two. And I think, you know, similar to wide receivers, like anything could really happen here. Um, right. with cornerbacks and we saw that last year too right the Raiders trade you know the Raiders at the 23rd pick or 20 what 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 the hell were they 21 or 23 they take Arnett way ahead of Diggs so like everything's a little bit of a mess with the cornerback so plus 170 I probably would I wouldn't lay the minus 300 in Sertan because I think you know either of these two you know I, I think again it's just a preference it just depends which guy you want but there's going to be good. some pluses for sure get in there right whether it's at the mm-hmm. cornerback or the wide receiver or uh dare i say running back parley kid start us off with the running backs it's a two-man race for the first round right it's harris and uh etienne um they could both get picked neither one could get picked i have um etienne over 32 and a half we'll talk more about that yeah. That pick later, but you like uh, you like no running backs drafted in the first round. Yeah, but right now uh, at uh, under half running back taken in the first round, it's plus two hundred on Fanduel, unless mm-hmm. that's changed uh, recently. I, you know, this is where I get stubborn about this because it's actually plus just, two fi- plus two fifty now on Fanduel. Wow. Okay, yeah. so that's even better. Plus two fifty for basically no running backs. Well, not basically for no running backs to be taken in the first round. I'm I'm very stubborn about this, Sal, for my own beliefs, because I don't think you should take a running back in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, at this point, why would a team do it? Now, which run- teams need running backs? The Dolphins uh, probably need one. Some people might say the Steelers mm-hmm. uh, could use a running back. Uh, maybe the Cardinals uh, could use a running back. Uh, you probably look. Do talk about crapshoots? I I think I read uh, somewhere that the last twenty running backs were taken in the first round. Um, only five of them got a second mm-hmm. contract from the same team that drafted them. Okay, so that being said, why are, no team should take a running back? I am betting on uh, just that. So go no running backs here. And look, if the Chiefs could do it again, would they take Edward Solaire? I, I don't know if they would take Edward Solaire in, yeah. in, in that. I think they would they were trying to really probably muscle draft up a lineman. On, like it's, it's right, right. I mean, looking up. back, I just think you could probably get a guy just yeah. as good in the third or fourth round if if you just wait it out. That's just the way it is with running backs. You talk about crapshoots and yeah. not knowing which backs are going to turn out. That's that's a short thing. Darren, do you use that same theory in fantasy? Not taking a. Uh, not taking oh. a running back in the first round. How's that worked out for you like the last 10 years? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have just to say that, wouldn't you? Just, just saying, Sal. Just saying. Just, oh, just, saying. just saying. I didn't know you were just saying. All right. Yeah, All right. right. Now it's a whole different spin. Hey, Joel <laughs> Solomon has something to say about this as a, as a fan of a team who needs a running back. And you sent me some. Um, it was tough to make heads or tails of what you sent me yesterday with the running back leader since 2018. Do you have that? I could I could read it if you don't. I have it. Uh, it, it. I mean, it's it's tough logic. The the running rushing leader since 2018. Uh, you've got Derrick Henry second round, Ezekiel Elliott first round, Nick Chubb second round, Delvin Cook second round, um, Chris Carson who went in the seventh. Uh, so it's 
you know, these, these backs that go in the first, second, and third round, they're the ones that are certainly leading the league in rushing, but none of their teams have gone to the Super Bowl. But, you know, for a team that needs a running back, you know, Benny Snell isn't going to get it done for the Steelers. And, uh, right. you know, but then again, the last time they went number one was Richard Mendenhall, and that, that didn't work out so well. But if Benny so. Snell was Aaron Jones, <laughs> they might have a better shot, right? Aaron Jones went in the fifth round. I know it's a tough day because they're getting most of the carries, right? Because they're going to make the cut and everything else. Uh, so out of the top 10 rushers since 2018, Zeke was a first rounder. Uh, he's second on the list. Todd Gurley was a first rounder. He's seventh on the list. And Christian McCaffrey is ninth on the list. The top mm -hmm. rusher since 2018. He was a first rounder. I don't know. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. I think you could wait also. It's going to be close to see if someone right. bites and, uh, at, at for one or, so, or no uh, running backs. Yeah. If, if As a Cowboys fan, if we were to redraft, we wouldn't take Elliott with that pick, right? Well, I think we might take him, but we might not re-sign him. Right. That that's the difference. So you maybe get in the habit of drafting a running back every three or four years, but not not loading up on the contract the second time. I don't know. I mean, I think he's the only running back whose average yards per carry have gone down every year for the last five years. Right. And we, sh we shouldn't have to think about that. It's, it's, it's terrible. Uh, all right, Harry, uh, boy, you're doing us another favor here. Quarterbacks, you're going under. And under five and a half is minus 750. Thank you for this. Please explain your logic here. Uh, yeah, um, under five <laughs> and a half for the first round, correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. We got Lawrence Wilson. It's going to win. I'm just saying it's minus 750. Okay, yeah, yeah. I said, you, I said I you could take any position. You took quarterbacks. Well, you, well look, I... I I didn't like anything else. This is a lock. Okay. I mean, All the only right. other, the, there's three other quarterbacks that could possibly maybe go, which not really. You got Kellen Mond, who's at, who's uh, he's very poised and he's smart, but his accuracy and touches in question. Trask, uh, I think the SEC game championship game really hurt him, and the kid out of Sanford is up there too. But under five and a half, it's Lawrence Wilson, Fields, Lance, and uh, Mac Jones. That's I'm trying to think so. Is Mond? No. So Mills is probably, well, again, we don't know where Trask is, but this bet is safe mm -hmm. because Mills, I think, is the sixth. I'm just going odds-wise. Is Mills yeah. Bry the sixth most yeah. likely quarterback to be taken at 68 and a half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 68 and a half. Although I know um, like McShay likes McShay likes Mond and Trask like in the 50s on his latest mock, right. uh, mock draft. Okay. So, yeah, but yeah. In, in the I mean, 50s, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, thank so, you, Harry. Under is minus seven fifty. <laughs> under five and a half. Are we willing to put seventy five hundred on that to win a thousand? I did my be my well, best Harry impersonation. Is. My best impersonation of Clay Travis. That's right. That's right. Sixty eight and a half. There, are you thinking about it? <laughs> well, <laughs> do it, Paul. Well, would, would any? I mean, would it? It's it's kind of like a no brainer, right? That's definitely hap It's definitely yeah. Winning. You're not probably even worried about it until the middle of the second round. Well, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, you're fine. Yeah, you're, the you're question win. is, yeah, where does somebody trade up to draft one of those other quarterbacks? Who's going to do it? Uh, it's not going to be Belichick's not going to draft, up, right? He's not uh, going to trade a second. Trask did have sixty eight touchdowns the last two years. Okay, so now you're going against your minus seven fifty. No, pick? just just uh, throwing that out there, just, <laughs> in case, just in case it's a little close. I'm lost. You know? Okay, <laughs> Harry just covered himself there, so don't get on his yes. case if this bet loses. <laughs> um, uh, brother Bry, wide receivers. Oh wow, you are going against the chalk here. Yeah, I'm going to go under four and a half wide receivers at plus two fifteen. Look, I 
you're you would have to sweat this out. Like I wouldn't bet. The one thing is, look, I wouldn't bet the over at minus two ninety. Like like you were saying with wide receivers before, it's such a crapshoot. Another great wide receiver class, uh, which seems to be becoming the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe too, maybe next year you can get some more receivers. But like Chase Smith, Waddle or Locks. Then it comes down to Bateman, Moore, Tony, Rondell Moore, Marshall. So I just think there are a lot of guys like last year, you know, a lot of death. Although last year there were six wide receivers taken. I will say that in mm-hmm. the first round. But I think, you know, there's a lot of good receivers in the second and third rounds, you know, where you could address other needs here in the first. So you you still have guys like St. Brown from USC, Amari Rogers from Clemson, plenty other guys later to look at. So for me, I just thought plus 215 was really good odds. Um you know, prior to last year's six, I mean, getting five in the first round is a lot historically, right? Last year at six, but 2018, 2019 at two. Granted, those wide receiver classes were much weaker. Right. Um, I don't I don't think we've had, besides last year, I don't think we've had five since like 2015. So I just think there's a lot of other, I don't know, a lot of other needs for a team to draft, you know, uh, probably Bateman probably still goes in the first, but I don't know, to ju- Tony well, or more, or you know, it's it's hard to say. I think it's just plus two fifteen is good value. I'll, for I'll that. say two things about this. This is a way to get your fans excited. If you don't have the assets to get a quarterback, or if you don't need a quarterback, it's true. Get get a speedster, get a playmaker, get somebody who there's a lot of highlights on. You know, get a That's wide true. receiver in there. Last year was crazy. There were six in the first round, like you mentioned, um, and then a bunch in the second round, like T. Higgins, you know, Pittman, uh, Chenault, Chase Claypool is great. Um, all went in the, the second round. So um, that's one way to look at it. Teams might reach for an extra wide receiver when they don't necessarily have to take one in the first round. The second way to look at it is, aren't don't teams have enough wide receivers soon? I, I feel like there's diminishing returns on how many roster spots you need to fill with wide receivers. It's like, hey, kids, all right, you're going to get 20 new Christmas gifts. You got to get rid of some of the old shit, right? We mm-hmm. can't have a keep accumulating 20 Christmas gifts a year. I know I'm I, I really it's just champagne <laughs> problems over here, but uh, I don't know. So uh, there's two ways to look at it, but if you're getting plus money, that's a fun one. I think I lost this one, Brian. Who did I have? I, I definitely lost. Someone took Brandon. Ayuk. the Niners took, I, I definitely lost. Oh, my wide receiver. Yeah. Well, prop. you and I, you get 27. Yeah. 25, the, I, I think. Yeah. Ayuk. Uh, I know Harry last year got screwed on that Rieger over Ayuk. That was one. Of yeah. Them. Again, right. it's, um, well, I feel like I always get screwed in the wide receiver props. That's why I'm just going to go with a couple of guys to get picked first at wide receiver. So if I have plus 800 or plus 600, I'm not uh, hurt by it too much. We mentioned the safeties before McKinney dropped, supposed to be the best safety last year, went to the Giants early second round under a half a safety. You got that more guy's favorite at minus 450 to be the first safety. Under a half a safety is what I'm going with. That's my uh, positional pick there. And what does that pay? Because these are jumping all over the place. Under a half a safety. Uh, plus one, plus 164. Is it plus 164? Yep. All right. So that's what I'm going with. We're going to do some match bets here. Parley kid, you have Smith over Waddle. All said and done. You think this is smoke and mirrors about the weight? Well, it's it's really not smoke and mirrors because his weight is his weight, right? right. So that's he's true. light, uh, <laughs> right? So uh, he, he's light. Well, we've seen receivers play at some slim weights before, Sal, and we're, we're a Cowboys fan. So mm-hmm. we watched Cole Beasley go over the middle quite a bit. I mean, he's what, 170 pounds. Uh, Marvin Harrison, who Devontae Smith 
draws his closest comparisons to. Mm-hmm. Um, Syracuse. Of, uh, very lith as well. <laughs> so, I, you know, I, if you look, here's the thing, right? We just, we've been talking about Ruggs a lot. His name comes up a lot, right? Waddle kind of has like Ruggs production while he's been uh, in Alabama, um, if you yeah. look at it. Okay, mm-hmm. so he kind of, if you look at his stats, just let's say last year's stats, uh, because they both played full seasons. Smith, 68 catches, 14 TDs. That's in, that's in 2019. Mm-hmm. Waddle, uh, 32 catches, um, about half the yards as well as Smith. This year in their, in their similar games that they played, uh, the first three or four games that they were both on the field together, Smith, uh, 38 receptions to 25 for Waddle. He's more mm-hmm. productive. He's always been much more productive. And Waddle is not this extraordinary big guy either, Sal. In fact, he's shorter than Smith, right? right? So he's 5'10". Smith is a good two inches taller than him. All right, he weighs a little bit less. Smith's the better receiver to me. And I know Harry's been saying that all along, along too. He's been so much more productive. The most productive receiver uh, maybe in college football history, at least for one season, I think I think teams just say, you know what, safer pick. Waddle's got a little injury history as well. So Smith All is right. a – how could you go wrong picking Devontae Smith? I like him at plus one, 126 over Waddle. Plus 126 Smith over Waddle. Boy, that Alabama team. I'm looking now. It's not up on Fandle, but I saw five and a half. Over under is five and a half Alabama players in the first round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be – it's going to be a 20% of the draft, the first round. There's going to be Alabama players. The over is minus 250 So uh, that I saw on that. All right, Harry, you're going wide receiver matchup as well. Yeah, I'm going to take Kadarius Toney of Florida over Rashad Bateman. It sounds like Brian likes Bateman a little bit. Bateman's a little bit bigger out of Minnesota, too, than Tony. Tony at 5'9", but again, if we're going to go on some of these mock drafts, I've seen Bateman going as high as 40th, which would be middle of second. I've seen Tony going as as, as good as uh, up to 20th in the first round. Um, Bateman, two touchdowns last year. Uh, Tony had 10. And I like what Tony did in big games. Last game of the regular season, he had uh, 182 versus LSU. He had 153 in the SEC championship game against Alabama. So overall here, Kadarius uh, Tony at 5'9", a little short here, but I'm going to take him over Bateman. All right. Uh, I think you called him Darius and then called him Kadarius. Which one do you want to go with? Which one do you want to go with? Kadarius. I'll let you decide now. Okay. Uh, Bri, you have a matchup that's not uh, different positions, but it's interesting. You have Sewell over Chase because the Dolphins and Bengals could both take either, right? That's the the popular sentiment on these mock drafts, at least. Yeah, no, I, I, I do think, uh, yeah, both could take either guy. Again, this is, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, but I just like the value here, plus 146 for Sula. Look, the, the Bengals, you know, they can't go wrong with either guy, but mm-hmm. I think it's the best interest of their team to protect Burrow for the next 10 years. You could still, again, and then you could still add another good wide receiver in the second round if you want, or, or however, or you can wait till next year. But Sula at one point was considered like the best offensive line prospect since Orlando Pace. This was last year. I mean, a lot of people had said that. Yeah. So now, but that, you know, him not playing last year, it's cooled off. Uh, but regardless, this guy is going to be really, really good for at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. Build that, build that line around Burrow. 
And again, you could always add that wide receiver at another time. So I just think plus 146 would be, to me, it's the smart play. I I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily rush getting him a another great wide receiver right off the bat. I, I wouldn't rush that. That's a good one. I'm, so I want to go over first four picks. They have this for uh, NFL draft. We'll do a few. So the 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 consensus favorite is Lawrence Wilson, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts. You get plus one forty five for that. Um, I'm now confused by our analysis. Bri, what would, would you go with that, or do you like? So you like Mac Jones third, and you like who do you like fourth? You well, like Pitts? I, I I had Fields fourth originally. Fields fourth. So, that, so that was like those three, three to one. with Fields is three to one, right? Lawrence yeah. Wilson, Jones, Fields is three to one. Um, who likes that? Harry likes that. I like that. Bry likes that. And Darren, you like Pitts, the plus one forty five, right? For exact order. Yes. Yeah. Well, Maybe Darren we- like yeah, Darren likes Lance Pitts, right? So yeah, oh, yeah, Lance, Pitts. Lance. What Pitts. is that? So, yeah, that's, oh, okay. that's plus so four fifty. Yeah, plus four fifty. Yeah, Lawrence oh, Wilson, Lance Pitts, nice. plus four fifty. Um, it's interesting because hmm. you got all right. So what's Lance as the third pick? Now I'm now I'm going crazy here. He was plus one ninety five, right? As the third man, pick. if you really Lance. think if you really think that Pitts is going fourth, that's your bet there, Parley kid, right? Because Lance, Heck yeah, that's that's. Oh man, I'm putting it in right now. As we there you speak. go. Weiss is a uh, good. Luck. He's using his Trevor Lawrence five dollars to one hundred dollars money on Fanduel and uh, loading going up in. on plus four fifty. Lawrence Wilson, Lance, Kyle Pitts. That's a fun one. All right. Sharp tank, guys. Um, you guys have been hot, cooled off a little bit yesterday mm-hmm. on uh, the extra points.com picks. Harry, start us off. What is your best bet? And I will decide I will buy one of these three. Okay. Um, I'm going to go at plus 300, the exact order for the first four wide receivers in the draft. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Jamar Chase first. Obviously, uh, two years ago, it's that out. And, uh, Two years ago, had a tremendous season for LSU, 20 touchdowns. Second, I'm going to take second wide receiver. I'm going to jump on with the parlay kid, and I'm going to take Devontae Smith. I mean, there's no denying how unbelievable a talent he is. 117 receptions last year, almost 1,900 yards. You have to take him second, honestly. Waddle, I'm going to go third. Uh, Still uh, a deep threat for some teams. Maybe the Giants grab him uh, at 11, had over... um, 21 yards per reception last year when he played for Bama. And fourth, I'm going to take the wide receiver out of Mississippi, Elijah Moore. Three games last year for Mississippi had 225 yards or more. Um, Last two years, he's had uh, 2,000 yards combined, uh, 14 touchdowns. So once again, top four wide receivers in the draft at three to one. Let's go Chase, Smith, Waddle, Moore. All right. Not only am I not taking this bet of yours, but I would like to book it, and I will give you five to one odds. The wide receiver is such a crapshoot. It takes one dumb team, Bry, like your Oakland Raiders. Sorry, thank you to do it wherever they're playing. Las well, Vegas. The Raiders do that every year with something. It doesn't <laughs> well, that's matter what, what I'm position. saying. Or your Giants right. could do it. Your Giants are going to screw everything up. They're the ones that screw, and that's what's going to be funny. Listen, as long as they get, they just, just, just let me just say this: Giants, yeah. New York, just get a receiver, please. Get a receiver. Don't worry about any That's other position. That's what you want. Get a wide receiver. You, yeah, you you have you have some decent. You have Kenny Galladay. Decent. You have Ingram. I, I, I want to have pass an, catchers. You have Barkley out of the backfield. 
And uh, and Jones has been hit like second most in the last two years, I think. That's I want a wide receiver. Another receiver. I want another receiver. Holiday's unproven right now because of his injury, going to a different team. I want a wide receiver. Oh. I, if, if Smith is there, you better take him. Gotcha. Galladay puts up great numbers. He's unproven, but you want a college kid. Uh, yeah. Well, Galladay yeah. didn't play much last year. What did he play? Five games? Four games? Okay. So you'll you'll take Waddle, who played four games? Like, I, I don't I'll, understand what I'll you're take, saying. I'll uh, take Waddle. I'll take well, Waddle, you, but I want Smith. You did give Galladay, what, like $70 million he wants or whatever? Waddle. So. He wants yeah. Smith, who he's saying could go as high as two a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Three, um, three, which he now should. Now he's going to fall to the Giants. Sam Fran that's was smart. That's the what, if, smart, if Sam Fran was smart, that's what they would do is take Smith third. No, I, I hope the Giants take a receiver. Honestly, I really do. Okay. Do, is yeah, there an too. odd? Don't they have well, this? Don't they have this? Uh, Giants for, are 31st in offense the last Giants, year. There I are want odds offense. for who the Giants takes first, Sal. Harry, they get Barkley back and they have Galladay. Like they're not going to okay. be 31st again, but they I could. They, they the, could uh, Daniel Jones could be running for his life again. That's for sure. Giants what? first pick uh, Smith plus 300, Waddle plus 380, Slater plus 500. Mm-hmm. Top three picks. All right, Harry. You Giants all 117 receptions, 1,900 yards. I want Devontae Smith. That's it. I get it. You know, you, you, you have to have guys blocking. You can't have like seven wide receivers lined up. And we'll be okay. Tight end and everything. All right, Ingram doesn't need go. to catch the ball. Ingram needs to block because he can't catch the ball. I'm not taking it, and I will book that bet, Harry, at five to one if you want it. The wide receiver water. That, that's Elijah Moore, happen. baby, fourth. I, Elijah I don't even Moore. think you get. I, I don't know if Chase is right. I don't think you get the first one right. All right, <laughs> uh, Parley Kid, what are you going with? That's actually the most passion I've seen from Harry about the Giants in years. I, I thought he hasn't watched them in yeah, a that's couple true. years. So maybe he obviously, obviously hasn't, watched, uh, obviously hasn't watched them. Watch Jones can't get yeah. out of his own way. Yeah. Since they won yeah. the last Super Bowl, you know, when Dallas wow. hasn't made it to the playoffs. But mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Because we have a, uh, 47 uh, wide receivers that are great, right? I mean, that's one right. Or the other. Yeah, exactly. It's you, true. You don't, you, plus, the Cowboys don't have CD Lamp. They don't putting them in the slot all the time. Bad decision. Doesn't make sense. Okay. Just throwing that out there, too. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, all he didn't right. have your numbers. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so I'm staying with, uh, I'm be- being very consistent here with my my picks and my thinking. Uh, I'm taking my sharp tank pick as Mac Jones over three and a half at plus 205. Mm. I'm just rolling the dice. Not really rolling the dice. I'm using uh, just my best educated guess regarding Lance going third. I think that's who they want, and that's who they traded up for. Yep. And I think the Jones rumors are kind of a smokescreen, maybe to get other teams to come in with a deal or you know try to move up a little bit. But that being said, Lance is going to be the guy going three. I love Jones here going over three and a half at plus 250. That's my sharp tank pick. Okay. Uh, so Dave and I gave that out on extra points too. We like that. And I think it's better than taking betting Lance to go third or Fields to go third. So I think that's the the smart value pick right there. Over three and a half is plus 205. Bri, yeah, I, mean, I might take that again. Bri, what, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going uh, Travis Etienne over 32 and a half at minus 128. Oh, I will say last week I did get both my sharp tanks and I did have Shevchenko two to one for uh, right. KON. Nice. So it's decent. Um, but um, look, I'm sure every team would love to have ATN. He does everything, right? He's super skilled. He, he may be a three down back, but I doubt teams look at him that way. Uh, some teams could probably even line him up at wide receiver once in a while just to get him the ball different ways. 
my hope, though, similar to what Parley Kid was saying before, my hope is teams have learned their lessons to not draft running back so high, regardless of how good they are. There are always good ones. And that, that you know, same thing last year. You can go with those one of those other two UNC running backs if you really want a little bit later, right? Or in the second. But I think mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Harris probably goes late first, early second. I think ATN follows shortly after in the early second. Uh, regardless, if I know McShay recently came out yesterday, said Bills might be trading up into the first round to get ATN. But I think I can't imagine somebody would be dumb enough to trade up to get a, a running back in the first round. Uh, so, yeah, go over 32 minus 128. Well, yeah, I think you're right. And, you know, people should have learned their lesson in uh, 1969 when O.J. Simpson was drafted first and then he murdered two people <laughs> like that. That should have been it. Don't take don't take running backs that early. Um, anyway, uh, Brian, I do like that. I think he's the second running back taken. So even if you don't like parlay kids bet of no running backs taken in the first round, I think you have a little little wiggle room with Etienne undersized kind of maybe more of a gadget running back in the NFL. Um, so it's between the, I mean, I have both those bets. I made them both. I actually put those in Jones over three and a half and at the end over three, I'll go with yours, Bry. It's a little safer. Obviously it doesn't pay two to one odds, but I'll go at the end over 32 and a half and Harry have fun You're chasing right. that chase bet with the four wide receivers. It's not happening. Well, I will. Sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, you brought up uh, UFC, Bry. What do you think of my idea? Maybe I'm just too much of a sissy, but these leg kicks, are a little driving me crazy, and no one's watching the replays anyway. What do you think of my idea to have a feed where you just see from the knees up <laughs> and you run live lines on the bottom third of the screen? You run live lines for the fights that are uh, live betting lines because I, I'm okay just hearing it and not seeing it. That mm. was that was so weird, so messed up. I mean, Weidman. I mean, poor Weidman. I mean, the fact that it's happened three times in the UFC and twice in Weidman's fight are crazy. Right. You would think it would happen all the time, uh, but that the thing that was most disturbing about that, by far, because he didn't even know it happened right initially. Because for that first second, it you didn't really know it happened until he tried to step down on it, which was the worst part about it. It was already dangling. Yeah. And he goes to step on it. Ah, uh, you see, this is what I mean. Completely folds underneath him. So, um, Sal, you it's, it's Sal, look, you know, I got a weak stomach for this, but supposedly, <laughs> uh, Weidman was up around a walking yesterday. That's what I saw. That's crazy, right? right? He's, he's already rehabbing so, and stuff like crazy. that. Supposedly yeah. he was, he, he was and, up on his, I, I don't know, like, you know, walking with, with crutch. I don't know what, to what extent, but they say it looks like he's. I mean, I doubt he's fighting ever again. But well, it looks no, he, like he's, he's going to be okay. Weidman came out yesterday and said in twelve months he can. I think he could officially start training again, like fully oh, in, man. in in twelve months or something. Maybe Mark these Parrish. guys should just maybe sell. They should before they fight. They should just all put rods in their legs. Yeah, yeah no know? kidding. Something or have shit shin guards so, on. Ah, I, I I know. I can't. Well, I get it's part of the game <laughs> and the the best strikers or use their legs and everything, but it's just tough to watch. I can't believe more miraculously than the Weidman uh, potential recovery is that none of us had him. I mean, what a bad beat that would have been, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, Darren and I had Hall. That was one of I Darren's. I had Hall. Uh, that was my, that was, yeah. Was Hall, did Dana White say, that's right. Did Hall, did Dana White say Hall's victory was the first without a, a punch throw? No, it couldn't have been that because Masvidal threw a, uh, only had a knee against Askren. But didn't, didn't have a uh, strike? It was first without, yeah, without him landing a strike. Without, right. Yeah, at least Masvidal okay. landed the Nuts. one knee, but yeah. 
Jim, what do you? I asked you yesterday about my idea. Well, we should just get going. Let's let's go. Just do the legwork on it. No, we could say we'll split the idea on the on the separate feed. All right, I'm on it. Good leg leg work. Good, that's tough. Yeah, do the leg work. <laughs> do the busted up leg work. Uh, all right, brother Bry, you're at the brother Bry. You know, I was thinking about doing like a live thing for the draft, but it's ten minutes in between picks, and I don't even know the ideal time to do it. Would it be around the third pick, third, fourth, and fifth? I, I don't well, know. I cow, it's just cow, too long. Cowboys pick. Uh, yeah, Ra- Raiders. Well, actually, pick. Sal, Cowboys ten, Giants eleven, right? Right. It just sucks that if it's, you know, the third one's going to be the most exciting unless it is Mac Jones. And then the fourth is exciting unless it's Kyle Pitts. And then the fifth is Sewell. And that's, you know, that I don't know. I don't know if we could do a half hour on that. Harry can only talk up the Syracuse safety so much before people. Uh, <laughs> Will Harry be watching the draft? That's the <clears throat> question. Harry, do you get uh, any of the channels that the draft is? Uh, how is it? How is I might be traveling. I might miss the first couple picks, oh. actually. Really? Oh, gosh. Traveling. Yeah. Where are you going where are you to traveling? Now? Palm Springs. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, brother yeah. Brian. Is Angie going? Uh, <laughs> Angie is not going, but, uh, oh. you know, uh, but uh, we've you know, I got I got work there and I got I got I got many jobs there and many jobs. <laughs> oh, what do you get paid for this specific job in Palm Springs? Uh, probably free dinner. I guess. Oh, that's good. That's where. Yeah, that's good. All right. Yeah, yeah. You're at AAO Harry. You can see Harry. You should see him on his road trip to Palm Springs. <laughs> uh, don't try to buy him dinner because that's already covered. Yeah. Uh, um, also, uh, bestbetcorner.com. Check out articles, interviews, everything like that, too. And also, um, uh, like, again, Saturday, Kentucky Derby. So uh, going to give out essential quality in that contest, Sal. I think you said I got him at 8-1. to one. Right. I think <clears throat> horse is down to maybe like 3-1 to one right now, but essential quality on Saturday for the Derby. We're going to talk. Harry, guess what? We have another podcast to do between now and then. We're going to talk Derby. Yep. We're going to talk the draft. We're doing this uh, Friday morning. We're going to have a guest. I'm hoping Kenny Maine. I'll announce it right now. I hope he's going to join us mm. on uh, Friday morning. And there you go. Harry says he's going to miss the first two minutes of the Kentucky Derby. because Maybe. He's maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Joel, you have some information here. What is this now? Oh, I, I just think that Harry. I think he took essential quality because he went to Syracuse. Oh, so I didn't even know that. Yeah, essential yeah. quality enrolled at Syracuse. Studied in agriculture. Uh, all right, Bry, you're at the brother Bry. Yeah, I mean, man, I can't wait for the draft. It's funny because I, I mean, one, draft day is one of my favorite days of the year. Uh, Parley Kid and I went to one of the drafts years ago. I'd love to go back, but. <laughs> it's weird though at what point is it not exciting like it's exciting for me especially because we're betting it it's the Raiders at 17 for some reason is less exciting because I know we're going to be looking at like a cornerback or a lineman or whatever the hell we do and we're going to screw it up I mean the best maybe you'll trade up who knows yeah well that you know I guess the best pick we've had the last two years we've had five first round picks and the best pick we've had so far is a running back. So that just tells you how bad it's been right now for as, as Raider fans with first round picks. Listen, so. Waller and three ones to the 49ers for <laughs> Kyle Pitts to, to, so that you could draft Kyle Pitts. I think that's, <laughs> that'd be a dynamite move. Uh, you're at the chalk talker parlay kid. Yeah, I'm at the chalk talker. So I do like that idea about the upper screen. Yes. Is it possible for Harry? We could just go from the knees down. <laughs> that makes sense. Like this, so it's the reverse. Best, of listen, that, Darren, Darren, best I mean, calves in the Darren, best calves in the business. Yeah, we might need more. Well, of that's the what I'm talking about, Harry. Let's accentuate right. your positives right here. I, I, I like it. The, 
from the knees down to show that, your calves. And then I can go shirtless, the, uh, too. And I can go shirtless. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, just go shirtless. <laughs> Pantsless, too. I'll go in underwear only. That's oh, great. See, what I do anyway is usually. The medizer is really trying to seep in. Sal, I, I do have a good feeling about the Cowboys in this draft. I think this is, you know, this defensive player, hopefully they're taking could make a big difference for them. I have just have that feeling. I mean, if it's Pitt, it, it's uh, Quiddy Pay, Sertan, or Horn. I'd be surprised if it's anyone out of there. By the way, we should yeah, give I uh, think props it's to, be one of those to Sean Lee. But I was thinking maybe they take the, the Penn State linebacker, just Micah Parsons for uh, just Sean Lee. Great. I get it. I got a lot of the jokes. I tweeted. I gave it 150% every time. And people were like, yeah, he gave it 150%, 30% of the time he was on the field. So... Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. so. He was a lot of fun to watch. He had a lot of game-saving tackles. Kind of when he was at his best, he was in the right place at the right time. Oh, all he was time. smart player. He, Thanks, good job. He was by very you, good. He was very. He was a very when when he was healthy. Um, he was a dynamite linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, and Sal, Sal, you said though that Micah Parsons right there. Micah Parsons is another one last year. If you looked at that draft, right, it was Lawrence. Sewell was two, Parsons was three. Right. They were call, they were calling Parsons like a once in a generation type of talent on defense. And now he's, you know, he doesn't play, and now he's falling to like you know the teens. So it's crazy. So yeah. somebody somebody will get a great maybe play with them maybe too. he's Raiders. Maybe he's wearing the black and silver. You nah, never we'll, know. Yeah, we'll take some like 60, <clears throat> 65th ranked. Jim guard. Cunningham, the eyes are ones in your uh, Twitter feed. I thought you should. Yes, know that. sir. At Jim Cunningham, and the eyes are ones. All right. And Joel, what do you have? You have selling T-shirts or something this weekend? Always. Do you need anything? Any, uh, are, you, are you direct us to the to what, what's going on? But people, you want people to follow you, right? On Instagram, this account. There is a uh, you've got grail with underscores. And uh, yeah, I, I Rachel Bonetta bought a T-shirt. Incredible. <laughs> Monster Squad. And Harry, I'm looking for a shirt in your size. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Sal, Sal, at the beginning of this pod, Joel sent me a text saying, "Should I buy this T-shirt?" It was a uh, an Arliss T-shirt. How, how much? How much you think for? How much an Arliss T-shirt? Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, well, I'm going to be wrong, but I can't. I would pay more than thirty five dollars for it. What is it? Hundred hundred dollars. <laughs> Joel, the idea is to resell these, right? At some point, or you just want to wear them and be cool. No, this, 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 uh, the, our list stock, Brian said no. So I'm, I'm going to have to look for, uh, like Entourage now. Okay. From our list to Entourage. Good luck, uh, Joel Solomon. I'm at the cousin Sal. Watch Fox Bet Live Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern. And that's that for another episode of Against All Odds from the Degenerate Trifecta, Jim Cunningham, Joel Solomon. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. No!